0: Everyone's saying, hey, I'm going 100%. Sometimes 100% is not the answer. It's always, hey, put your best foot forward and understand where you're redlining. Is. This is where you're meant to be. Like, I know it. I've never. My best self is better than every single person who's going to walk on that platform at night. Gosh, man, that was a was moment that changed my life, man. Work harder than everyone else and just keep going. Get up and do it again and again and again.
1: The journey to a better you starts right now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. On this week's show, I am joined by Frank Woolley, a CrossFit athlete. I've been talking to a lot of CrossFitters recently, I think just because the semifinals have been going on, so my interest in the sport is back, and just watching some of these athletes and the things that they're capable of is super cool. So I got into uh, Frank. They actually didn't get a chance to compete in the quarterfinal stage. His team actually got disqualified, which we talked about on the podcast. But one of the things I picked up from this one was there are no shortcuts. There's no fancy tools. There's no at the highest levels of anything that you want to do. It's all about consistency and it's about just really having passion for whatever you're doing. So go into this episode with that in mind. I hope you guys have an awesome week and I hope you enjoy this one. Uh, I know you play, so you played high school and college football. Which, yes, uh... I did. So
0: I played, play, played football my whole life. You know, it was always like a three sport athlete, you know, you'd say like, uh, or three seasons, you'd play all the seasons, you know, but then once I got into high school, I really died. I remember playing in freshman year. I did what I do. Uh, I did football, wrestling, and then lacrosse. I tried lacrosse. It was just why not? you know, so I felt like it was football, but it went really well. I was just out there hitting kids with sticks. You know, but uh, then I went my sophomore year. I played football and I, I actually started to play running back. I was a lineman, got real into the weight room. It was pretty, it's actually pretty, pretty cool. Got to play on the JV team, was like their star running back. Then got some time on the varsity a little bit. You know, was actually a kicker. I'll never forget that. Got to play kicker, it was badass. But uh, so ended up, I, I'm trying to think, my junior year, where like I start you know you really start to grow you hit that puberty stage and the weight room really and plus with the weight room it was crazy just how unbelievable like I blew up on the spot took it took a senior spot from them. the whole nine you know so now it, it, it was definitely it's an interesting journey like coming up with football I can't you know I wouldn't be where I am today without football it was always like I say that as like, that. it's my foundation, you know, like to like to lifting, to like CrossFit and we where I'm at as an athlete and a trainer as today. So it's pretty cool.
1: What was it about the weight
0: room that first got you hooked? Uh, the fact that uh, I think I saw kids that were better than me on the field, they would take that for granted and they would say my talent will be your hard work and I realized hard work. Always outwork talent any that week if talent didn't work, you know. So that's one thing I saw right away. And I knew a lot of kids didn't get that in my, we weren't very good at football, even through my junior and senior year. I, they gave me 30 carries a game. There was Frank left, Frank right. You know, it was the best playbook in the book. You know, you could ever ask for a quarterback and then throw the ball and save his life. But uh, no, I just saw the weight room was definitely. And it was something I excelled at. My mom was always really big in the weight room, and was super. Well, you know, back in the day, it was unpopular for women to be in the gym. Back in like the seventies, they, you know, it was it just wasn't common. I didn't see that. So it was pretty cool. Uh, just kind of get how it all just kind of incorporated through football and the love in the weight room. It never stopped. I remember all season came, I was like, all right, got to get bigger for football. Got to get the squat up. What are we deadlifting? And you know, football players, what are we benching and all that stuff. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. I remember even like, I thought I was making so much progress. And if I look back to pictures of me in high school, like, I was a twig I maybe gained like five pounds in the first year I was lifting but you know you you get like a little striation in your shoulder and you think you're walking around with boulders and I'll never forget my I think I was a freshman I was like 5'1
0: or yeah 5'1 and like I wrestled 120 or something whatever the weight class was and then I remember Coming back in my sophomore year and I weighed in at like 160, I was like, oh, shit, I want some weight, a little gross birth, you know? I didn't get real tall, I got girthier. It was weird because that's, that's what the weight room started to do. It got you a little, well, it got you thicker, not you know? Well, yeah, my parents were never real tall, so I was <laughs> only 5'6 over here, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat, man. Or, can, yeah, it's the best. If you're not growing growing up, you can at least grow out. That's what Yeah, I, mean. I
0: agree, yeah. Lots of advantage in CrossFit shortly enough with me. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking about that too today. Um, there's not a whole lot of sports where talent isn't the first requirement. Like, if you want to play in the NFL, if you want to play in the NBA, um, you know, even Major League Baseball, like, talent is number one. Yeah,
0: a lot of those. A lot of those kids grew up with that it factor,
1: you know, like, hey, they got
0: they got that, you know, they they got the whip of the ball or they can hit the bat like no other. Or, you know, the kid can just break. He, you hand him the ball and zigzag. He's, he's, you know, you're absolutely right about that. And that's one thing that's cool about CrossFit. It really gives an opportunity for people, say, not like, say, lesser. Of an athlete, you know, and more of a hard worker, and it can really translate uh, to a high level of fitness. And you can become professional, like just so many, like Sarah Sigma's daughter. Her story is crazy. If you ever get a chance, look at that. She was a fat girl growing up. That sounds mean, but like, ate ice cream, did this, got picked on. And now look at her now. She's on top of it. She's one of the fittest, well known fittest people in the world, you know, has a deal with Volkswagen. You know, she's killing it. So, yeah, it is incredible how a sport like CrossFit. His talent's not number one. It's actually, you got to work your tail off and be consistent and be well-rounded, eat good, you know? So, so it's not football. You know, we, uh, D- DK Metcalf, if you ever, I think his, uh, morning meal was like gummies and Skittles. And then he goes to practice and drinks a Gatorade. Like, it's like, uh, he's just pure genetics, you know?
1: Yeah. And even if like, if you think about like a 40 time, if you, if you're running like a five, five to take, 10 15 off your 40 time is nearly impossible you're yeah, just, yeah you're just never going to get to a 4-3 no matter what you do what you eat how hard you go in the weight room
0: yeah or it's like the vertical the vertical leap you know you either 6-2 and you got some hops or you're 5-1 and you ain't jumping anywhere you know it's just it's it's so true about that that's and it's crazy how like I never like you look at someone like Matt Fraser. like they got people at the top that really just worked their way into that. You know, they they were never really flashy athletes, they weren't really high competitive in their sports. You know, uh, unless you're Tia Claire Toomey, mind me, she's a, a Olympian and all that. So, and she's a, well, try, well she's trying to get on the bobsled team, I think. So, which was uh, good for her, you know,
1: yeah, jealous, just goals being, being world class at everything.
0: Yeah, my, my, it's nice, you know, swim in whole nine. Can't beat her. So, how far did you take football? Uh, so, uh, after high school, got recruited. Uh, grades were a little bit of an issue for me. I ne- I didn't take uh, high school serious freshman or freshman sophomore year, and then I realized, oh shit, I got a chance to play college. So, I did get recruited by a lot of people, but a lot of them were like, hey man, you had good SATs, but your GPA shows you know you're you're lacking. So, but I ended up going to Delaware Valley. Played played a whole year there. And uh, was played as a true freshman. Um, I think I was fourth on the depth chart, but I started out like twenty-one. They had so they had like unlimited roster spots, so it was crazy. But I I played a lot of special teams. It was uh, super fun. My fresh uh, was getting tackles. I remember my high school coach calling me. He's like getting a report in the press. He's like, "How do you got you're playing defense now?" I'm like, "Nah, kickoff. I got down, knock some kids out, you know." So. But actually, I did. I didn't run the ball that much because obviously I was behind an all-American at the time, my freshman year, and uh, our backup. His name was Robert Cleveland. Unbelievable. He went on to have a really good career at Del Val. But uh, I ended up not finishing just based it wasn't a little too much. You know, bread D3 wasn't worth it. So came back to community college, but uh, no, did a lot. Of, you know, it's cool. Did a lot of interesting things in college. Return kicks. Never did that in high school. They would always put me back there, and I remember we'd be in the kickoff huddle, and they're like, "Hey Frank, who do you think they're kicking to? Bad Tyler, Bang, the uh, or the guy that leads returns, or are they kicking you?" I was like, "Oh, I don't care. You know, kick the ball to me, take it up the hash, and I get tackled. as the best." So, but no, football was always actually. It's funny. I still see my college coach. He comes to my gym. Because my, uh, my strength and conditioning coach actually went to my high school. I beat him in Russian, and then we went to the same college. And he was like an all-time leading rusher over there as a running back. So it's kind of cool to see my college coaches and all that. stuff. So definitely, Stu, we get reminded of that a lot. Even it's been like I think it's been like six years now since I played football.
1: Okay.
0: It's crazy. Crazy to think about because I could literally replay so many memories in my head from high school to college,
1: you know. It's wild. Did you finish with like a bad taste in your mouth? Like, you pl- only played one year.
0: No, I I tell you, I was so over it. Like, I when I remember going into college, I was like, man, like,
1: I was waking up
0: and like getting out of my bed, my ankles are stinging. Like, I loved it. You know, I still loved the weight room and did all that, and uh, it's just weird. I just remember I was over. It. I was like, this is it. I'm good. Like. I, I not like I kind of wish I didn't do it because I don't looking back on it I I am so happy I did you got to go travel with the team play with a uh, you know like a top ten division three team you know and compete for a national or I almost went to a national championship I think we're in the quarterfinals that year I I don't entirely yeah definitely quarterfinals but uh, so was, I can't like the experience that way now I'm definitely always people ask me you miss it I'm like nah. I'm like, I'll tell you everything about my career, but I will not, I did not want to put the pads on ever again. Maybe flag football. That's about it.
1: And then how fast do you find CrossFit? Uh,
0: so I knew about CrossFit my junior year of high school. I remember my teacher brought it up to me in class and was like, showed me, she's like, oh, I do this. And I think she's like, she would always watch me in the weight room. I'm squatting like four oh five as a junior or sophomore, you know, you know, I would always turn heads, you know? And, uh, so I remember she was like, "Look, like I did this open workout, and I was looking at, it, like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know." So it was always in the back of my head, and I was, and I remember in college I was like, oh, maybe I'll try that out if football doesn't work out." And then ended up coming back from school, didn't really do much, got a job, you know. I remember shrinking quite a bit, like uh, losing a lot of weight. I was like, when I went left for college, I was two hundred and forty pounds. Get, like big boy ready or like Damn. i was yeah i was if you go back on my instagram there's some good highlights of me cream and kids in practice like just having a field day but uh i don't know it's it's uh crazy to think like because i'll never forget waking up and my brother came in my room my th- i have a twin brother doesn't look anything like me but but, uh, besides the fact, uh, I remember he's just like, dude, you're not Frank the tank anymore. And I, and like, at the time I was, you know, you're in that party phase, you're drinking, it was summer. Uh, I think we we're visiting a lot of my friends in college at the time. And I just remember I was like, chopped everything, went back to my old gym. He, at the time he didn't have CrossFit when I was there before, but just opened it. And I was like, Steve, I was like, I, I want to do this CrossFit thing. You know, this was 2017. It was, uh, and I didn't fully commit. I remember I was like on the fence of going back to Rowan and playing football. That coach was always in contact with me. But then, then I was just like, nah, I'm over this, you know. And then ended up just full throttle from there with CrossFit. How can, you know, bought all the road gear, bought the road belt, you know, did the, had the had the uh, rookie, like what would you call it, like the rookie jungle juice or whatever, you know, got all excited about it. Thought I was going to be a regional athlete in a year. So. But I had a lot to learn obviously
1: it's funny though you hear a lot of people who played college sports or people who just even grew up playing sports like you end one and you join something right away like you have to find somewhere to compete but you kind of had some time there in between yeah
0: i just i honestly i guess i took it upon myself to really enjoy enjoy life because like all my summers prior to that were are always training how can we get better you know I was i was training with uh uh, Rockwell Armstead, he's actually on the Jaguars right now. Like all these guys, like Ed Shockley he played, he, he was in and out of the NFL. And then I think he was in the XFL when that was a thing. Uh, but all these high level D one athletes, like we were playing, like, and the, the accountability, the consistency that we had, had that uh, my trainer, and he's my, he's actually my coach here coming in. Steve Cook held us to a standard growing up at a young age like we were walking upstairs backwards which i consider wall walks you know, you know how wall walks were when they were introduced but like we did things at a very young age that were just different and you know i never we had so much discipline and structure and so partying really i mean yeah everyone partied in high school a lot but it was crazy how much discipline i had like growing up and like understood like how to get better you know at a very young age and i said it translated it didn't translate after college because i just I guess more or less like confused what I really wanted to do and like just kind of like you said, enjoy life and you kind of hop back in that you're, what you truly want to be like. You know, I obviously what uh, if I was just do partying, uh, I could imagine uh, well, I would look nothing like this, obviously. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's funny, like one, like one comment usually switches it up. Like it, you, you heard one thing.
0: Yeah, my brother said, You ain't Frank the Tank. I was like, I ain't you. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, I, I, <laughs> I'm not used to hearing that, so but yeah. Well, he's just being honest. He's like, growing up, you were always the big guy, you know, the the jockey or whatever, and all that stuff. But yeah,
1: yeah. It's fu- it's just funny, kind of like hearing what motivates people. Like, is it self motivation or is it like other people watching you, you know, performing?
0: Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh man, definitely was driven there to get, to get back in shape. And then I never, honestly, I always wanted. When I first started CrossFit, I never thought I would actually be uh, highly competitive in the sport, you know, because it was so hard to understand. And I would get so frustrated with the muscle ups, this, like how did people do this so efficiently? And then you you start to hear the stories of the games athletes. They're like, hey, man, this took me like four or five years to develop this. And, and now I got to learn how to swim. You know, it's like I can't, even, you know, so it's like. There's so many tools in this sport that, like, I remember I remember take, sitting back, relaxing, and I was like, got to take a deep breath here and understand that there's a lot more to this. You know, like, you got to really develop and hone in on these skills. You can't just walk in and do strict handstand push-ups. You know, you got to learn how to kick up, hold a handstand, uh, even just walking up a wall backwards, you know, doing a ball walk. There's so much to it, you know. If you don't know how to pike, it's crazy. It's just unique little techniques. I'll take you a mile in honestly in any sport but especially crossfit you know because it comes down to minutes seconds uh milliseconds when you're at the top of the fitness game so
1: yeah and just think about like rich froning What so you started in 2017 he's been winning the crossfit game since 2012 2013 yeah. maybe yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah 2013
1: yeah yeah so I mean, you kind of, and I feel the same way in jujitsu a little bit, like you kind of get caught up in like, oh, I don't understand that. And it's like the guy teaching the class has done this, this move more times than I've even trained in my entire life. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, that's crazy. Oh, you need to get your 10,000 reps. And it's like that, that dude's got his,
0: he's got a million reps in, you know, like that's why he's so efficient and smooth. And you know, like, oh, I choke you out in a second. Yeah, because he's done that a thousand times. It's like, you know, he knows how to grab your gig and, and just pull it right. You know, that that's just, it's so, so funny. Like, it's at, even at my work, like, I work at a big pizza place and we're training new uh, pie guys. You know, they're like, why can't I get under this pie? I'm like, you got to feel it out. You know, it's not, you're playing pool with it. You know, you got to just let the ovens come into you. You know, let it come to you more or less. You know, so it's, 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 it's funny how that works.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, so, so you said you wanted to do regionals right away. Like how, what was the, the progression like as far as, did you immediately realize that you're not going to regionals?
0: Uh no, I always believed like, you know, like the open will come, you're like, hell yeah, here we go. Like, this is the year. Like, but, uh, I, so I had a, a coach at the time that was a regional athlete and I kind of got a, a snapshot of what really you had to look like, you know, and to, and I I realized real quick like yeah there might be a shot but then again like if I'm breaking my toe to bars up in five eh, it's not gonna work out you know so and I always remember like the barbell events like I was always good at barbell but I wasn't barbell conditioned at the time you know so that I would always get my slap in the face there uh, there would be a rower wall ball or something that so there was always humbling moments throughout the with like seeing understanding like this is how long it's really gonna take to get to this point you know.
1: And then, uh, so last year you competed at the Mac and was like, what year was it where you really kind of started to come on the scene and be like, I, I can compete with these guys. Like I, maybe I'm not quite at that level, but I can see myself getting there. Yeah.
0: So honestly, I want to say, let me think. So the open happened, what, what year? 2021, right? That was, that's the year we went, went to the Mac. I thought I had my Mac shirt on. I was looking down, but uh, Mayhem shirt, sure. but uh, yeah, so we I remember so I competed at the Commonwealth uh competition, it's called like, individual made it an elite. And I remember, uh, I didn't know Macy and Kliss and my two teammates at the time. I knew Connor, me and Connor went to Granite Games. We've uh, he's local to my area, so we've known each other for a while. We developed a really good fitness relationship, you know, like we train, but uh, I remember competing at the Commonwealth, and I was not, I was literally nobody. I remember – and I had a chip on my shoulder, let me tell you. And, I, so, and Nick Heck was there, actually. We just made the games on uh, Kelsey Kielstein. Uh, they just uh, made it at the credit games. So we were – I remember it was real clear to me from the beginning of the weekend that it was just me and him competing with each other. And I remember leaving – it was only two days because of COVID um, at the time. We didn't, we didn't have a lot of people or spectators, but I, tr- I remember after day one, I was leading by one point. And i was like oh shit like i'm that dude like you know i'm ready to like play with the big dogs you know like stop second guessing yourself and i remember cliss and macy they were i think they were watching they were definitely watching me because i would always put a scene on there and I, i've always if you ever watch me compete i'm always growling and doing some something crazy out there you know where the camera guy has to swing at But uh they definitely watched me i definitely caught their attention a little bit and then i remember uh Kurt, the, the guy that runs the competition, runs a couple of competitions, posted something on Commonwealth about a competition. And I tagged Macy in it. And then whatchamacallit, we, we got that. And then she's like, let's do team this and that. So once we made that team, uh, I left my uh, I left my one coach at the time. It just wasn't getting a job done. I went back to my old coach, Steve, who I'm with now. Um, we started doing strength training, all of that. And then the belief system really started to click in. Uh, Calissa was an unbelievable, Calissa is an unbelievable athlete. I think she's going to make the games this weekend coming up, uh, underdog out in uh, Canada at the Atlas games, but she'll definitely make it. But they started to really instill the belief in me, like, Hey man, you just got to learn how to suffer a little bit more. It has nothing to do with your abilities. You know, everything's there. You, you're you just scared to suffer. And you know, and Connor, Connor even put so much, uh, on me. He's like, man, you're like, you know, we're just, gonna, we're going conditioning strengths there, your barbell conditions there. It was for me, it was just like get on the rower and do intervals, you know, and die. So and they they really did that to me. And the, the coach at the time was really good for me. Uh he was fun, you know, we would shotgun beers after Saturday training. So he was uh his name's Mike. He actually trained Carrie Pierce and stuff. So Really good guy, you know, have not not a bad word to say, but he's not my coach anymore. But he's, he's training close on a But I think that team really uh I didn't wasn't confident going into that season. You know, had a really bad open. Um I didn't you know, so uh and then leading in the team quarterfinals to be nineteenth I think we finished nineteenth was so humbling. It was like, Man, we, we belong here, like we are this good. Like we kind of shell shocked ourselves, you know. I think quarterfinals were like 30th in the world so we really kind of like took a step back and we're like hey we are legit we can make the games this year let's really train hard you know come together more than two days a week or three days a week you know and that's really when the confidence stilled in like you know we were people it was funny like i remember that whole season like looking on my instagram people were watching us like west chase all these people i'm like holy shit like you know, people I'm like looking up to. They're like stalking me on Instagram. They're like, "Who's Spice Little Mamas?" You know, like so that that was really cool. But I would say when I met that team, they really instilled the confidence in me and took took me to the next level with understanding. I'm ready to compete with Rich, like Rich's team, West Chase. You know, any any big big name team out there. You know,
1: yeah, that's awesome. And then, so what's it like when you kind of so you you go through this? transition where it's like you're not really confident you put in some work and then it's like you're there i mean you're you're competing next to rich Froning. you're competing next to training think tank is there a moment of like how did we get here or it was like hey this is where we belong here
0: yeah no uh man let me tell you calissa made sure she knew we belong there <laughs> girl. She, but uh no we I definitely, there was no blinking of an eye. It was natural. I was like, man, this is what, you know, I envision, I do a lot of visioning. Like, you know, I'm actually right now envisioning a 340-pound snatch for the next two years, but hope to keep that in my visions. But literally, I vision everything. Like, so by driving to work, I'll think about things. So I thought about being on the floor with Rich from when, from 2013, you know, from when his documentary came out. I know I've probably watched it 10 times. So I don't know, like, it was so, I remember getting on the floor and it was like, uh, the first event at the MAC was the MAC snatch in warm up area. I Couldn't hit two sixty five. I remember opening weight two sixty five, whacked it out like it was nothing. I was like, man, here we. Connor looked at me. He's like two seventy or two. I'm like, nah, two eighty, bro. We're sending it. You know, whacked that out. I remember Rich was staring right at me when I hit two eighty. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, there's no second guessing any of this. You know, it was it was meant to be. Not yeah, I, I truly believe. all like you know, this was meant to like to be a. Really high level athlete in CrossFit, this was the true destiny and everything else. Like it just laid the foundation, like growing up, like I said, with football and all that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, even, even when you have that, that mindset, it's still a lot of fucking work to get there. Like there's a lot of people who, who might think that they're that level who just aren't going to put in the five to 10 years that it's going to take to get there.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that, you know what? There's going to be a lot of, you know, there's a lot of peaks, but there's also a lot of steeps, you know, where you're going to drop on the mountain. You got to understand that's just, uh, you know, you got to keep up with the, with trying to, not, you know, catch up with, the, with going down and get right back up. So I've seen that a lot in my training where, you know, I do something dumb and I'm like, oh, okay, this week, like, I'm definitely taking a rest day tomorrow, you know, like, I shouldn't have done that. So you you really start to learn, like, yeah, there's a definitely an understanding, like, a lot of a lot of people I see, and they ask me how do you get so strong, how do you get so strong? And I'm like, I'm like, man, this is this is 10 years of grunt work, you know. Like uh, weightlifting is, I can call it grunt work. You got to grind to get stronger, you know. Then then you really will see substantial things when you're consistent. You know, you're hitting your barbells, you're doing all your warm ups, uh, you your squat, you're not you're following your percentages. It's the number one thing. That's a problem I, I truly have a problem had a problem with. Uh, last year you know my 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 coach like now he's like yo we're not we're not squatting, no no he's like let's stay here let's hang out you're strong as shit we get it you know you don't need to put more weight on the bar you know like so that's that's one thing i love about steve like you know he's in my ear choose me he's he's known me since i was a little kid so he's always and i, I love his guidance when it comes with the strength and all that and it will his conditioning aspect rolling into this year is going to be nuts. He's, you know, we're going to be on the track. We're going to be in a swim pool
1: and it's going to be, it's going to be
0: nice to have someone right by my side, you know, tooting his horn. I won't, I won't have to do the
1: thinking, you know, Is it tough though? Like when I mean, once you get to a certain strength level in CrossFit, you kind of, you don't really need to do it anymore. Like you just need to hang on to it. And then it's like, you're doing everything that you hate doing all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. I actually grown to, Uh, hate weightlifting not hate it but like steve makes me dope because it is important to squat once at least get your squats in uh to hit my uh snatches you know once a week to hit i'm gonna be try to hit some like at least consistently 250 once a week in the snatch whether it's power or squat um i really i haven't actually cleaned in a while or jerked so it's funny we haven't really done much of that but yeah definitely find it I don't know. I, I enjoy dying. It's as weird as that sounds. I r- r- like suffering wise. Like that's something I've grown to love. Cause I understand if you want to be at the top of this sport, the best people are the best people that could suffer. You know, they're not the, the best people aren't the ones that, that can lift the most. You know, it's definitely a huge bonus to have all the lifts, but, uh, I think the condition people get all lost in the lifts. You know, oh, I need a lift. I'm like, no, 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 bro. You need to hobble on that rower. You need to hold a 150 because you were holding a two-minute pace in that workout. You know, it's like, so that's I don't know. I really enjoy the grind of cardio, and there's no uh, I don't know. Like honestly, the stuff I hate is like strict handstand push-ups. I'm like, why are my shoulders numb? I get, you know, I get, pu- I get push press 300 for days, but I can't push myself. You know, it's weird. So that I, gymnastics would be my I wouldn't say my downfall because, like, the rings and bars, I'm, I actually got unbelievable on them handstand push-ups, you know.
1: <laughs> do you think learning to suffer can be taught? Like, how do you apply that outside of CrossFit? Like, because most people listening aren't going to be at your level of CrossFit, but, like, learn if you can learn to suffer, if you can learn to do things that you're not good at for a really long period of time, no matter what you're doing, you're going to get better at it. Yeah.
0: So my big piece of advice, and this is a, I would say is crucial when I walk into the gym, like, cause I work heavy hours. Like for example, yesterday I worked a 12 hour shift, right? So I walk in the gym this morning. I understand Listen, to bet I understand Frank's 80% today, you know? So that's my max. That's my red line is 80%. Understand that's how I'm going to get better. So if you're a newer athlete walking into this, I would really recommend judging your, not judging yourself, but understand. I have a realization. You look at the workout and you're like, hey, this is going to hurt here. This is going to be bad here. But understand, I'm giving my best foot forward. And people, you know, a lot of people, you see those people in classes that will go out the gates and they're like, oh man, why'd you do that? You know, like, but if they, you know, I always say sit back, relax, break the workout down, understand what muscle groups hurt on you. Because sometimes like someone like me, if my legs hurt and we're doing wall balls, sure, it's not, I'm not, I'm still going to go unbroken on the set of 40, you know. But someone else, I highly recommend maybe quick sets of 10 or like, you know, three sets chopped down, something that's going to benefit you in the long run. You know, so I always have that walking in. How can I get not only like this is where I'm at for the day, and how can I get 1% better? You know, because I'm trying to move, I'm trying to move that for my, you know, the progress thing forward, not backwards. So, and everyone's saying, hey, I'm going 100%. Sometimes 100 percents is not the answer. It's always, hey, put your best foot forward and understand where your red line is and, and play with, you know, hey, hit it up. Say you're at 70%, to say go up to 80 but bring it back down. You know what I mean? As weird as that sounds, it really, be- I mean, it benefits me
1: in training. Do you pay attention to the higher-level guys, like, seeing what workouts they're doing and trying to compare your scores? Or are you just, this is your program and you're you're going to do whatever? Yes, on the program? Yes.
0: I don't really... You know what? Comparing is not really healthy for the mind. I mean, it is, but I got caught up in that with, you know, with, uh, football stats and all that. So, honestly... <laughs> I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even turn the clock on. It's like just roll, rock and roll. We're here to work out, and you know, sometimes when you have no clock, no pressure, and you're just out there flowing, and you, my coach is counting my reps. It's 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 the best thing in the world, you know, because you're just moving. There's no, you're, you don't have anything. You're like, oh shit, you know, um, this guy's passing me or that guy's passing me. So yeah, definitely don't look. You know, put your best foot forward. Don't come, yeah. You see what they're doing, you know, it's funny. I see, uh, well, it's funny. I see their lifts. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like 80 pounds heavier on the back squat than everyone. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't do that. But no, I don't, I don't like to com- compare scores or do anything like that. Like, my buddies will send me stuff and it's funny. I see like open scores. I'm like, damn it. How did he get fitter than me? Or like, how did he beat me by two reps? And you go to redo it and you're like two reps worse. So, but now, I mean, that, That's as bad as it could get with like comparing scores, but I don't know. And like training-wise, and like looking at other workouts, like I do, I do look at what the top guys are doing. But a lot of stuff is made up by my coach, my two two of my coaches. I do have two. The guy Bob, who's a weightlifting coach, on basically built my barbell. Steve built. Steve also built my barbell too with the explosive strength. Uh, strength and conditioning and stretch my hips out to be normal to where they're at today so but uh no they really do like this year they're going to individualize pretty hard with like the track like i was saying, all that so we won't be really doing much of what like the world's doing like the, we do do mayhem uh i do have proven but we like i said we pick and choose those workouts like what what's your weakness what can what's really going to be effective for for me more or less you know
1: yeah, I think I think that's important too. Like having having your personal coach and not just because I I used to have people it just in my CrossFit gym, like not even people who want to be competitive, but they would do they would do the comp train workout on Monday and then they'd do the class on Tuesday and then they'd do a weightlifting workout on Wednesday and it's like you're not getting good at any of these. You're getting subpar at all of them.
0: Yeah, you're and you're breaking your body down in different ways where you should be like like for me, for instance, even like. Like now, I I'll I'll do I'll do two back to back metcons, you know, and then I'll lift after. Cause you know what, I understand on a three day weekend if we're lifting in the middle of the weekend and everyone's like, dude, you're in the up area, and they're like, dude, I, I'm you gonna be lifting this, and I'm like, dude, I'm ready to hit my max lift. It's max out time, you know. So I really enjoy that aspect of my lifting right now. Like break myself down and then go. And go and lift after. You know, like uh, the other day I did, it was two, two back, I did the class wad, which was a nine man rep. It was like overhead squats and dubs, and overhead squats went up in reps. And so I did that. And then I did a longer piece with like ring muscle ups, tricked handstand push ups, and uh, Max Kowski. Did that. And then what I do, I, I Yeah, snatched after. I think I posted, I did post it on Instagram and I I was like, oh man, all right, cool. I'm hitting good weights here. My legs were lost, you know? So it's good. I always say it's good to test your lifts like that, you know, because everyone will lift fresh. I'm always like, well, what you like when you're, when you got jelly legs and, oh, you can't change your lifters out, you know? Like, I don't, I won't use lifters. I refuse. I, I literally refuse. Yeah, I will, I can't, I just, there's something about the lift. I don't know. It's weird. Well the, my uh Steve, my coach says to me, he goes, Your mobility's good. Don't worry about lifters. You're lucky. You're one of the few, you know. So uh is pretty and we have we have a kid at our gym. I I think I was telling you about this on the phone Sunday. He snatched three ten at the granny Games. My god, this kid had man. We you know, never thought there's at the gym I'm at, there's three guys that have been there that we I know personally that ball cleaned four hundred and snatched over three hundred. Like how how many gyms have that? It's like it's truly it's actually pretty special to do. To be a part of that club that i guess it's like club but we don't have anything like labeled you know but we were talking about that this morning i was like "This is so badass you know and i was like i never thought i'd be in that for 400 pound clean club you know so, yeah have you ever thought about competing in weightlifting at all uh so when we got disqualified this year that was like we were ramping up for that uh my coach uh bob who literally uh, I finally I started listening. He's like, Move your hands out for your jerk. He's like too. and I move my hands out and I PR like thirty pounds on my jerk. He's like, I told you, I've been telling you for years, Frank. He's like <laughs> So uh but yeah, we wanna definitely venture into that sport eventually. But there's so much we gotta critique in my jerk where like it's so funny how like crossfit you can get away with the the funky shift i got i need a, them soft elbows so it's funny a snatch you would you think there'd be no issue you know the way my snatch looks it's great but jerk it's a lot right now like i can i want to say like 340 like for olympic weightlifting standard but like crossfit it's like 375 would be or 365. okay so, yeah I would love to adventure in that though. I would really, but it's so much with handling the two. You
1: know? Oh yeah, for sure. You got to pick one. Yeah, it's it's
0: definitely already yeah, like look at like Tia, you know, when she she lost the games because she was so worried about winning the Olympic gold that one year, you know, weightlifting, and she even says it, you know, it's just too much for her to handle that.
1: Yeah, it's like, do you want to be okay at both or do, and like I mean, she's not even in the conversation like she's just no. a, the outlier yeah. of all outliers yeah um, but the average person i mean if you're if you're trying to do weightlifting and crossfit it's probably not going to end up too well
0: no yeah, yeah honestly it sounds like a of injury you know too much uh pulling and uh with the you know the pull-ups and all the gymnastics and like yeah so you definitely pick one you know and i say like crossfit you know the barbell you just gotta give it time you know, unless you're coming in like a football player where you're like a Colt Sager, even someone like me or Max Cutler, uh, you're not going to have that brute strength, you know, like, you're not going to be able like like Max told, uh, Max Cutler. I remember we did the fittest together and he, he hasn't maxed a max deadlift out in maybe two years, you know, and he went and maxed uh, 635, you know, like. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that's an all time PR for him, but I and I I haven't maxed my deadlift. I did 580. I remember I was like, we and you don't even deadlift as crossfitters. I mean, you do it. I deadlifted this morning. What the hell am I saying? But like, as crossfitters, you generally you're not
1: good at heavy deadlifts, you know? Yeah. And you you brought up getting disqualified this year. Do you want to get into that a little bit?
0: Yeah. I mean, so it looks like actually, uh, well, a podcast came out with uh, Boz and Bowler the two people that run the eligible, well, Boz is obviously the head judge. And then I'm not sure what Bowler's role is, but he's on the board or he works for CrossFit, but the team, well, first off, I guess we look at the grand scheme of things. We definitely, we didn't mean to cheat or try to build a super team because at no means we were not super, we were not a super team. Um, We were together regularly as a team, maybe not at the gym we were under because they didn't have proper equipment, um, but one thing that kind of blows our mind away as we, we actually talked recently was it did come out like they did explain like how's, how does an investigation start on a team? It starts with someone who emails CrossFit directly and like is, well, you consider a rat or like, you know, so it's not a big deal. You look at the grand scheme of things, you go through our profiles, we're all at different gyms. It looks pretty bad on our end, you know. Uh, we tried our best to prove our that we were at front line the gym we were at, but I mean, we weren't there enough that's that's the great thing so it, it does stink that we didn't get to compete this year and you know it felt it just it felt like the end of the world but i look you know for me i look at it as a blessing it sucks you know and i don't know like i said i'm not sure team is definitely not on my priority list next year and i hadn't even really told them so they'll definitely listen to us. so uh but i you know not to i just i didn't get in this sport not to be uh to be an indie, you know, so it's a shame. I, I really wanted to go out this year, going to the games or fighting for, you know, to be top in the top six again, you know, we were six last year, seventh, and the DQ got us to six. So, but uh, that, it definitely was disheartening. That's the way we went out as a team. and definitely, definitely threw me off. I, re- I didn't know how I was going to react with like, you know, taking an off season and how I'd come back. And uh, so it sucks. I you know they don't know well now they know, they'll know off the podcast but definitely going indie next year and but yeah so we definitely whoever ratted us out or whatever that stakes, but that's life you know you gotta look at it as we did do wrong we should have been we should have read the rule book better you know I don't blame any individual on my team we all held ourselves accountable it was a team effort to get DQ'd you know hey at least we got DQ'd as a team but. I don't know. It's rough to lose a season at my age, you know, because like I could have pushed a little harder as an indie this year, but I was like goofing off. You know, I was like, ah, this, I I didn't taper for that. I was just having fun. You know, I signed up. My team was like, what the hell are you doing? You know, I was like, I got to do this. I want to see. You know, I saw the lift. I was like, this is sick, you know? And so I'm happy I did that to see like where I'm at there and understood the first three workouts i was like messing around like i didn't really push hard i i was scared at that threshold moment i was like ah oh, this is where i could get hurt you know let's not be crazy so but yeah it definitely it sucks that it went out that way because it didn't i didn't feel like we did anything wrong you know like if we were cheating that's one thing but i guess we were you know technically by the rule book we were cheating. we didn't have enough proof so,
1: that's what, cool. what is the rule specifically? Do you have to be training in the same location a certain amount of times a week or what? Uh, their rule book
0: doesn't apply, like, say, like for instance, three to five days a week at this affiliate, right? It says regularly. So, the word regularly, uh, I can't pronounce it right, but uh, you look it up, it's regularly could be one to six days, you know? Um, but now the email they sent us said frequently. So the rule book and their email were two different things. And then then uh, there was a clear, like, morning chalk up came out with a thing, you know, uh and Colin Porter actually commented, there's just not a clear line of, like, what's right and what's wrong, you know? Like, you want, there's teams providing, like, the one team provided a gigabyte of data, videos, proof, uh, pictures of the guy being in the gym, and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're good. It's like they're trying to, like, set an example, but, like, they're not letting people you know, like I always thought it was proven, proven uh, you're innocent to proven guilty, right? You know, like so you hand your stuff in and then they're like, oh, you don't have anything else. Like how much stuff do you want from us? You know, like we're at the end of the day, like I like a lot of like these big teams out there that are actually super teams, you know, like Rachel will go out and buy a home for someone, you know, like he's got money like that, you know, like that's not fair to like I like to consider this sport was grown on weekend – the fitness weekend works. You know, people like get together on the weekends, they build a team, they make a fake worm with sand, you know, because they're from the beach and they're crazy. And, uh, you know, so I am just kind of set back by all this. Like, they, they need to – like, I think CrossFit needs to understand that, like, you're not paying these athlete team athletes, you know. Like, if we were making big contracts and this was NFL, sure, we should be at the facility, you know. We should be where we're at. But, like, we're all – we were all working – Majesta works at a gym. Macy and Connor both work at uh, Adrenaline where they're at. Uh, I work at my gym. So it was kind of impossible for us to be there that long, you know. So and it's, it's disheartening that CrossFit couldn't understand that. You know, like, hey, we all work full-time jobs. Like, when we're, we're, we're in the mile radius, you know, the 100 miles. But uh, I think, you know, truly, it's my opinion. Someone close to us took us out. You know, they sniped us. but. That's all right though. They ain't getting my, they ain't get my goat today, you know, where they had it for like a week, but I was good. I'm good now. So everything, you know, I, and so many competitions lined up, you know, not nothing where I'm going to take too serious, but like, we're just going to go have fun and we're going to just try to, you know, get better at fitness all summer. So.
1: Kind of, how do you draw that line as you know, to do a competition? And I know, I mean, just from talking to you, you're a competitive guy, like you're going to try to go out and win. How do you scale back when you're like, all right, I am going to cross that line. It, it might not be worth it to win this weekend competition versus six months down the line.
0: Yeah. So honestly, just, you know, I always play like local comps out by the first workout. I'm like, if hey, we're doing good, it is what it is. Let's, let's push. But like, if we're not, you know, like even the barbell stuff, I understand like, I look at the field and I judge my numbers off the field. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to go out there and hurt myself. You know, I got to do a five rep max thruster. I did a 285 in practice. I'm sure no one's going to be doing a five rep max at 285. So I won't be doing something stupid like that. You know, we're like, I'll just kind of, yeah, you're right. I'll reserve my, the big stuff for when I need it. But I will, like I said, if I'm feeling good, I'll take a chance at these local comps or like like team stuff or whatever I'm doing all summer. But most most of the stuff I'll be doing in the summer will be indie, except for one competition so far. So,
1: and then what's the mindset like shifting from an individual, shifting from a team to an individual athlete? Uh, so it's honestly, it's everything's on you. That's
0: one number one thing like about the team was you had people to lean on. You know, you you. Uh, like I remember Majesta was very good at gymnastics. I was good at gymnastics, but Macy and Con or yeah, Macy and Connor were your our longevity workout or even, even Majesta was, I'd be lying if I didn't think Majesta had stamina, you know? So, uh, they were very good at long, like the long workouts, you know, they could come in and peel me off where I was more like a sprinter. I kind of die in like 10 to 15 minutes. We're working on that, but no, the shift over, uh, it's going to be a hell of a transition. You know, the train the amount of training that's gonna get put in, we're not really gonna ramp it up to the fall when my work schedule dies down a little bit, but uh it's definitely gonna be intense. I understand what needs to be done. Uh I I don't wanna just make the top one twenty in quarterfinals next year. I wanna be in the top thirty. Uh I'm talking my shit now on the podcast. So when we look back on this, we're like, hell yeah. But uh I truly believe like uh my barbell numbers, I'm not worried about that, you know, but I know. Uh, max Cutler spoke to me about this. I remember when our season ended because he was the owner of our the owner of the affiliate we were under. Uh, we talked about it briefly. He's like, "Man, you have a special you have special skills in the lifting department. To where if you fix a couple kinks in your conditioning, you're going to be so you're going to be a weapon in the field." So that's my mindset. I'm walking into this year understanding every every little bit of extra breath at like my max heart rate is going to get me to that where I need to be ranked. Cause I know there's no joke. I know once I hammer out the conditioning, I belong right at the top playing with the, playing with the big boys and they're going to be like, who the hell is this guy? And he's storming, you know? So I, it's just, it's a, it's the mentality, you know, I've been drill right now. It's a lot of envisioning and like, I'm watching semis go down and I'm envisioning all this, like, Hey, this is me next year. But this is me in the top 10. I'm in the final heat. I'm next to, you know, like Madero's pushing his ass. Maybe I'm not, you know, but I got it. you gotta envision that stuff if you want to be on that floor with those guys. You know, it's a no joke thing, you know, and like uh just even this year, like I understand how much crucial movement standards are. A lot like I watched, I'm happy I got to see where they were brutal. They're brutal on pistols, they're brutal on ring muscle ups. So and there are things I'm watching my videos in the past and I'm like, oh wow, like these are all no reps. So we got to work on this. And actually, it's funny, Jordan Troyon, which I've actually got to know a little bit. I'm hoping to train with him. Uh, th- he didn't get, compete this year, but he released a video the standard. And I was like, okay, I got to learn that. That has what he did is what exactly what I need to do right there. So, but yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's what I want to be an individual. I love the team. It got me, like I said, it got me to where I am and the confidence I built off the team shit. Insane. Uh, but, the indie, i'm so excited like i couldn't be more excited like i'm i'm hungry to be right at the top like like i'm not going to be like next year if i'm 110 and they they pull me down on the leaderboard that's my fault you know so but and it's it's going to be it's definitely going to be an interesting one because a lot a lot of people in my corner are rooting for me so it's going to it's going to be sick a lot of people reached out about the team stuff too and i'm like no 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 we got my mind's where i'm ready to roll don't worry about me you know we're good yeah
1: so. yeah max is really good at those like he's good at saying the right things like the the one liner yeah oh the, yeah the motivation like he can say one thing and you you start thinking about it later and you're like i know i know what you were doing
0: yeah oh yeah oh fuck yeah
1: dude i i'll tell you what max is max
0: coming into this season watch out that dude is good he's it's funny he's in the lab right now he's hiding i know he is he's not posting anything he's not showing what he's doing i know he's you know he's at the beach i saw him at the beach but he ain't fooling me yeah i know what max is up to he's going to be on another level this year it's gonna be cool okay he took the year off but it's a shame He really wanted to coach the team and be a part of it but you know he was getting it was funny he was full blown you know i couldn't and what he did for us, you know, with trying to prove that we were at his gym and everything, like you know, I praise him for that. What a great, in, you know, great individual. I get, you know, he give me the shirt off his back, and you know, I owe him. You know, he he definitely has an I O U note
1: uh, on my back. So, he, yeah, good good people right there. So. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I loved going to his gym, and same thing. Like, I never saw him actually train and then i saw him at the mac last year like i was watching on tv and i'm seeing him do 100 pound dumbbell snatches and like 15 ring muscle ups unbroken and i'm like all right he he does train a lot he has to yeah, he's, a, he's a dog i remember uh
0: early fitness days he came to my one gym down in the summer and i just remember watching him move and i was like holy shit like I'm nowhere near where, and he, and he was one at the time. He was one spot out from making regionals. I think that it was 2018, it was the last year of regionals. And I, he, I don't think he was pretty. He, you know, mentally he takes things so well. You know, like I remember he was 121 on the leaderboard. He was cool as a cool cucumber. Oh, I mean, I, I'm in. I know. I'll, I'll be in. Don't worry. You know? He got the invite to the MAC. You know, it was cool. Who's the like I said, he, he doesn't worry about much. You know, his mind, is mentally, he's so, he's so dialed in. You know. I would, I, you know, as I get to, we get to know each other more. I definitely am going to pick, I've been picking his head little by little, you know,
1: do you, do you do anything as far as reading or, you know, watching certain people and motivational, like, hey, where, where do you think the mindset comes from? Or this is just, you know, college football, like you're kind of just banging your head into lockers and it's uh, just all training.
0: Yeah. Well, i definitely say uh, football and all that. Definitely put that, but, uh, I was always counted out from a very young age. So, like growing up to uh, like going into high school, you know, people would, you know, look right past me or look over top. And then, like, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, like, so I I don't know. I always had this like chip. I always had this chip on my shoulder that I'm the little guy in the room, even though now I'm not like, uh, and my biggest thing is, is like understanding, like telling people, I, I guess so. Yeah. Self-motivated, very self-motivated, you know? Yeah. There's videos I watch, but I could maybe Kobe Bryant. You know. that's, that's my dude. He's straightforward. I'm, you know, I'm huge with being a straight shooter, not like not get right to the point. This is what I think, you know, and this is what you, th- you know, like don't, don't hide your feelings. Like that's, you know, but, uh, my biggest thing is it's just, I like to share my knowledge with these like the kids I see, you know, I'm like, Hey man, like, I want to tell you, like I was different. Like I was not the number one. I was a, I was a backup guard. You know, my freshman year of high school on the freshman team. I wasn't I I wasn't a superstar. You know, like so. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's always underdog mentality's always been the thing, and I always think like walking into a room, I'm like, man, this guy, oh, he's talking shit. Or like you know, just, I just, I, get crazy like that, like especially on game day. So, but it's it's good, like because I'm a i'm right i'm in like their their head like they're like why wow, is he looking at me funny or this and that so i just, yeah i'm just, I'm just a nut yeah in general so
1: even even if none of that stuff is true like you kind of build that you can build that up in your own head
0: yeah 100 percent. yeah oh yeah like i could go zero to 100 like that like it's crazy like i love it too I, it's funny like i'm tired after work and then i like walk in the gym and i caught like the narnia door i open the gym up and like the music's bumping i'm like okay okay crack the what uh, the bucked up i'll start drinking it i'm like here we go i'm like you know the tingly feelings come it's just like it's a whole vibe for me so uh, i love it how do you yeah.
1: how do you relax though like it, it in crossfit especially recovery is just as important as the actual training so how do you kind of wind down so i mean chill chillin wise like
0: Probably just hang out without Netflix, you know. Uh, definitely. Uh, see, I like to go have a beer and food. So that's like my thing. And people are like, yo, why are you always having a beer? I'm like, listen, one beer ain't going to hurt me, you know. So, but I'm big go out to eat, guy, appetizers, stuff like that. So nothing, uh, nothing out of the ordinary when it comes to it. But uh, yeah, really just chill out, and relax. I really, a lot of, you know, it's funny, a lot of people I have issue with It's just, they don't understand how to sit down and just like savor the moment mm. like i loved like i live out in the woods so you just sit out back and you can hear the crickets the you know the mosquito in the, my ear that i'm swatting at or the birds chirping like you know you see the deer out back so it's a little stuff like that just and just hanging out you know uh but yeah like on rest days i'll formally stretch chill uh i might hit the gym but it would be like stupid like I would bike for zone two just get a little sweat going but yeah nothing crazy you know i'm trying to think hobby wise like i do golf but that's about it so other than that yeah really chill nothing nothing out of the control on the rest days and i don't get too spicy with like how i recover you know anything like that i my body recovers pretty well as long as i'm not being stupid you know in workouts or lifting
1: yeah it's funny the more the more people i talk to it's the basic stuff like if you can do the basic really well for a long time and nobody wants to hear that, you want to hear, Oh, I do this for recovery and it works like 10 minutes a day and yes. and I can recover a hundred percent. And it's like, Hey, just sitting out back, relaxing, you know, eating out once in a while, watching Netflix. Like you don't have to do these crazy, you know, an hour of meditation or you have to do Ramwad every single day. Yeah, like,
0: people are like, yeah, I'm jamming a lacrosse ball in my hip right now. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, it's kind of hurt. Like, you, you could just sit on your couch and, like, kick your foot up and stretch your hip that way. You know, like, there's so many, like, like, I always tell that, like, if you're sitting down, just pick pick your leg up and stretch it. or You know, you don't have to be, like full-blown stretching committed to like a stretch routine you know because i find routines not well routines are good consistency is crucial but always i like it when i'm like you know oh i have a tough morning i can't i I can only train once but i'll get back in the afternoon and i see a whole new set of faces you know and the energy is a little different and the whole tone of the gym is so it's good to like switch it up like that not not stay so like you know in in the flow so that's always try to tell people that like what do you do that's different i'm like actually nothing i'm like i'm normal i just sit at the house you know do this you know it's not like i kayak all my day off for recovery or something like you know out of control you know just showing get chick-fil-a or something
1: yeah we just always want to hear like we want to hear that scientific thing that yeah that it's something outrageous this right? secret, and there are no secrets they're just not well, awesome, man. So what do you have coming up? Like where can people follow you and uh, what competitions are you do in the summer?
0: Uh, so I think it's called Rally in the Valley this is the one competition. I mean, actually with this guy, Brandon Jowers, uh, unbelievable uh, freak, uh, freak of nature. We'll be training a lot together. But uh, then we have Metcon Rush coming up, which is big. It's like basically a semifinal. A lot of semifinal athletes will be there. Uh, that'll be a really true test for my like Indy and my coach. Coach put a goal on that. He said podium. I said absolutely, Steve. I agree. You know, last year I did Macon rush It was a little different, a little different mindset. You too. You know, I had the whole see. I did the whole season. That was just like a fun cop. This year I'm going to fuck it up. You know, I'm going to destroy it. Um, and then it looks like we'll be heading to Florida for my birthday in September, and we're going to be doing beach brawl. Me and Brandon will be doing that. Brandon's also doing. Uh, Mekon Rush too. So we'll be traveling like together. And then, uh, I think I, this isn't 100%. I'll find out when I go up to this competition on 18th, but I'm almost positive me and him all, both have an invitation to uh, the Commonwealth. We we don't have to do the qualifier or whatever. So I'll be doing all that. And then, obviously, this upcoming season, you'll, I, I'm just no doubt I'm booking myself for a semi-final. Watch out, North America here i am you know.
1: awesome man i love it you definitely have the confidence i'm, I'm going to be watching this next year and uh i think people will be following along it'll be cool
0: yeah hell yeah i appreciate it man it's gonna it's gonna be a it's be a cool journey and uh really excited to highlight the, the gym i'm at and uh show
1: show off the coaching that'll be done in this year so it'll be it'll be cool and just shout your instagram out so people can follow you
0: instagram so it's uh frank woolley
1: that's a uh, last name w-o-o-l-l-e-y and then uh whatever underscore oh three awesome brother well i'll get that linked up in the show notes thanks so much for coming on all right word up see you angela i appreciate it man We'll i'll talk to you soon right